Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm joined by Mr. B. What up? Hello, hello, Mr. B. How you doing? Doing well. Thank you, Pat. I hope you're prepared. Always prepared. Completely. Looking over at the wall. I'm going to snag that envelope. I know. Like I've got to be checking it out. When... when Blank hits the fan. <laughs> That's right. You're the man. When Blank hits the to. fan, yeah. Benny is our man. And f- follow me to the promised land. I will follow you to the promised land as we always <laughs> do. It's like being a little droid. When the fire alarm bell goes, yeah. Benny's like, get out, yeah. everybody. We've what? had hosts that won't leave. And I'll be like, fine, I you're going you're, you're gonna to burn. <laughs> I, I'm just going to tell everybody. <laughs> It's. Well, I'm sorry, but that's the best way to say it. I mean, if you. I mean, obviously, I understand what you're going on. You don't want to leave the building, and it's probably in a, a drill. That's not. That's my responsibility to make sure if you're that safe. That fire though. marshal comes in here and finds that host Bingo. in here. Bam! It's my tail. But a bam. Fine. You get the big fine at KKNWAM1150. Right. <laughs> and all of you out there at yeah. WBOQ, if you're listening, uh, Chris, you know the rules yeah. too out there. So right before I leave, I'm going to have you sign. the station. <laughs> right before I leave, I'll have you sign the waiver. I'm going to take it out with me. That's exactly right. Did not want right. to leave. <laughs> Yeah, right. Thank you. Uh, but we have got a great show for all of uh, all of you today. It's really a very, very important conversation. You know, one of the statistics that I read recently is that um, contrary to the popular belief in our public these days, Mr. Benny, the economy has gotten better and the divorce rate has gone up. Ooh. Now, people are saying, well, we didn't expect that. Really? What were you thinking? Because how many people have you talked with or people that you know that have stayed in relationships these past three years that stayed in them because financially it made sense to do that? So uh, someone uh, was talking about the fact that, you know, the divorce is only one part of it. But what goes on in relationships, especially when they're stressed, is really the thing that we have to look at. You know, so many people look at this idea of being with the one forever. And what does that feel like? What does it look like? What are some of the things you bump into? Uh, why isn't it as easy as you see in some of the movies? Well, actually, you don't see them in our popular culture movies anymore, but some of the old school movies, you see how they get together and they stay together. Um, but today, the monogamy challenge, creating and cre- creating and keeping intimacy with my very special guest and author, Peter Kane. He's joining us here today. And let me tell you a little bit about him. You know, he's a pioneer in relationship therapy and counseling. Now, what does that mean? I want to tell you what it means from my point of view. Whenever you hear that somebody is a pioneer in things, just like, um, the, you know, certainly people refer to me as a pioneer in Internet uh, talk radio. What does that mean? That pretty much means you've gone through in some, some level of, of the fire. You have learned from it. You have learned early techniques that have been around for years and years and years. You figured out all the bumps in the road, and now you're able to project an incredible platform on whatever you do. And in Peter's case, it's helping people, couples, uh, practitioners, whoever you are, understand relationships and personal growth. And so he's joining us here today, and we're taking on the first of a series of things he 
and I will talk about, and that is creating and keeping intimacy. He's passionate about emotion, creating emotional freedom and commitment in relationships. And yes, that is the big C word. It still is popular uh, besides what you might hear. Commitment is significantly important, and yet we don't really understand what it means in a lot of instances. So we're going to get some education and schooled on this. Uh, what happens when you're in relationships and all of a sudden the babies appear? What happens to that relationship? How do each person's needs get met? Beyond all of that, Peter was one of the original certified breath workers and the director of the Theta House. So you're going to hear lots about Peter, but today get ready to create and keep intimacy in your life. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you, Benny. Yeah, this is emergency preparedness for Benny's next 10 years. <laughs> you know, not to that, pick on you, Benny, but no, you know, no talk about the economy. You got, <laughs> as I recall, your twins are probably four months old now. Yes, sir. You know, that's like the beginning of get this right so the wheels don't completely come off at age three, five, hey, I've seven. I've already started the you process, know. my friend. <laughs> and I'm talking about you and your wife, you know. That's just one place to jump in, you know. That's some added stuff on the plate, just like this new economy oh. thing. Like that economy statistic you just tracked there, Dr. Pat. To Isn't me, that interesting? Yeah, and to me it's more just like the number of couples that can't survive a remodel. Exactly. You know, or any oh, other stress. Any I other stress. Didn't. I mean, I have frequently had couples going, wait a minute, we are barely managing this. And you guys want to build a new house? No, you can't. Not with my consent, you know. Oh, my gosh. It's so true. You hit me. You hit on a nerve because, uh, honestly, my relationship almost completely tanked when we were building a new house. Oh, yeah. It's just oh, one of the. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and is that in the top 10? You know, it's stresses? Be close. I mean, it's, it's in there, but we got other, th- you know, there are how, other to, things. how to keep it thriving and, and not. You know, it's funny, this uh, context of emergency preparedness. As I was driving in, I was kind of amused by you setting it up that way. And actually, that works. We could, you know, go with that. You know, how to keep it intimate enough to survive the storm of that new coworker that represents, you know, what your husband or wife or par- significant partner doesn't appear to have to you that's been lacking, that you've been you know, missing and so on, you know, Oh, that's crazy. And now with the internet, it is so escalated, you know, and finding or quote, trying to fill a gap that you think you have by these other means. Mm -hmm. By internet, do you mean internet dating? Just internet in general. I mean, you know, internet porn is, you know, thriving. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, there are so many things now. I mean, it doesn't even have to go down that path. You you know, I have a friend and you're going to talk to this today. Uh, But I have a friend whose husband um, gets on the Internet and watches clips from some of the the reality shows. Okay. You know, just watches the clips. And I said, well, why is he doing that? Doesn't he watch the show? She said, yeah, he watched the show. And And I think to myself, why would he do that? Why would he go back and watch some of these clips? And you're thinking soft porn. I don't know what I'm thinking. Or just something. He's getting off on something vicarious I'm just thinking if he's watching and re-watching Christina Aguilera in the new reality show, The Voice, you might want to check that out a little bit. Honestly, it is a maze. Well, boy, you could... 
you just tapped on a few things. First, we'll be doing the internet dating show, if, you know, in four or five shows yeah, probably. We're I got to write that blog. That's been an appendix chapter to my book that has it's been fake. most requested. Um, we'll, uh, Let's just also note, just as a foothold here, I do take the position that porn is pretty much always off the track, you know, and I could take the position that television and Internet are almost always off the track. You know, I help current clients deal with their Facebook addiction, you know. They could be single moms or one-income family moms or dads, just keeping that stuff to a minimum. So in addition to the Christina Aguilera comment there, I think it's just like, what are you doing taking your resources and putting them into a bubble that's separate from you and your family? Mm. Those There's so many moments yeah. in the intimacy, the challenge of intimacy, where we got to instead take a breath and bring something bigger and better to our relationship. Yeah. Kind of like, okay, honey, I'm fried, but I know you are too. What's needed here? To get to 9.30 p.m. where we can then sit down and, Mm -hmm. you know, try to connect even a little better. Yeah. So let's talk about the monogamy challenge. That is, of course, the title of your book, Creating and Keeping Intimacy. Um, But let's talk about what that challenge is. Uh, Because when we hear the title of the book, you know, I would imagine most people say, yeah, that's true. But then when we actually read your book or look at the work that you do, there are so many layers to this. So how do you describe or define the monogamy challenge? Well, first, let's go with all of our old issues and baggage, (laughs) you know, that we act out and create in relationships, some of which are of a sexual or triangular or affair-based kind of a thing. So uh, worth noting, the original title of the book was Chronicles of a Monogamous Man. And I kind of boldly do still use big parts of my story as well as uh, clients' and students' stories to illustrate the kind of stuff we act out. In other words, my family was highly influenced by my father having affairs and them finally separating when I was four. And so I say that, you know, a monogamous counselor was born. You know, so... Understanding the deeper issues that we play out, then there's a whole nother realm within that that's just core self-esteem sort of work. What's between us and feeling entitled or worthy of receiving, you know, all of our needs? And then shifting to another kind of category is how do you keep the relationship thriving? Because... You know, the truth is there's a lot of beautiful people in the world and there's a lot of good reasons to want to connect with them. And then we have to make a conscious choice as to whether or not that serves our greater good and our true purpose and and our stated. So a whole nother part of my book is that the monogamy challenge is about how to process your attractions to other people without acting on them. Yeah. And, you know, let's talk about that for a minute, because uh, and when we come back, because there are people that um, literally and this is really part of the statistics on divorce. You know, these divorce rates that are going up, what they're not sharing really to the public is that these folks have been emotionally disconnected. Right. And what has kept them together was the cost of divorce, really. Well, or what I was saying earlier, I think is also interesting, mm-hmm. is they were probably limping along before totally. their, their economic hit. Yeah. And then that's just the straw that broke the camel's back, too. 
Right, exactly. When we come back, we're going to be talking uh, with my very special guest today. We have copies of his book to give out, The, Mon- uh, the Monogamy Challenge, uh, Creating and Keeping Intimacy. But Peter Kane is joining us here today. We have laid out an entire series for you all, uh, for all of us, actually, to get educated in how we can best have the juiciest relationships of our lives and know sometimes when to hold them and when to fold them. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, I'm Paul Bland. Did you know there is only one truly perfect food protein produced by nature? It can bring dramatic results to your health, your appearance, and overall performance. Introducing Action Whey. No other protein supplement on the market has been able to achieve the incredible health benefits of Action Whey while still achieving a taste that is better than a malt shop shake. Action Whey for the way nature intended. Visit seaandearth.com. That's S-E-A-N-Earth.com for more information. Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistique Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistique Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Make 2011 the year of healing your money pains. The Money Whisperer provides a safe, tranquil place in a hectic world where you can rebuild your relationship with money, lose your fear for money matters forever, resolve your financial obstacles so you can live the life you envision for yourself. Through the Money Whispering process, you'll enjoy the long-lasting positive effects on your life. And working with the Money Whisperer will take you where you are in control of your money. For contact information, visit themoneywhisperer.com. Hey, have you heard about Foss Farms dressings? Foss Farms uses locally grown herbs and berries to create unique salad dressings that are a small slice of heaven. Unlike mass-produced salad dressings, they are made in small batches to protect the integrity of the unique tastes. Choose from raspberry, cranberry, blackberry, marionberry, and creamy herbal Provencal. All Foss Farms products are 100% vegan and are certified gluten-free and certified kosher. Go to Foss Farms in Get ready to feel more alive. Alive with a Deal brings you the truth behind things you experience every day, ways you can heal yourself, and choices that make you feel truly alive. A Deal is a true Renaissance man, a world-renowned yoga master, naturopathic doctor for 10 years, an attorney, and has degrees in physics, math, hypnotherapy, massage, operatic singing, plus he's an expert in green home building. Alive with a Deal discusses health for your body, from heartache to heartburn, your mind, from judgment to joy, your home, from cooking to color and your spirit so you can bring forth your talents hidden deep within. A deal bravely discusses things most people wouldn't touch. Delivered with compassion, integrity, and wit. Alive with a deal is about your own healing so that you feel more alive. Tune in each Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific time on Transformation Talk Radio and Alternative Talk. Feel more alive. Alive with a deal. You got to know. 
You're changing it up. It's a hee-haw. All right. All right. More yeah. Western than You got to know when to hold them, got to know when to fold them, and guess what? And you have to be careful of Benny's subliminal music therapy. I love it. You Don't know, you th- love it? I was it? on another show he did, and, and he came back from the break with Lady Gaga, and it was Which one, absolutely though? perfect. Bad Romance. Of course. God, I can't even know. I don't have any, uh, <laughs> We'll have to get that in queue. I, I don't know which one it was. Yeah, it's got to be Bad check. Romance. It was appropriate. It's one of my favorite songs. Thank you very much. As long as it's appropriate. That's it. That's, you know, bad romance is what happens if you don't know when to hold them and when to fold them, everybody. Welcome back. Peter Kane is in the house. We're talking about the monogamy challenge, creating and keeping intimacy. But we want to get those phones going so you can receive a copy of the book today. We have four copies to give away. And we'd love, love, love to give them to four of you folks that call in. He's holding the book up in front of the camera. Do you all see him? There you go. Give us a shout. We have four copies. Valerie will get those phones. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. If you want to find out more about Peter, go to the relationship, org. PeterCain.org. The other thing I, uh, Peter, let's talk about this. You know, I mean, what is, what is it that goes on with monogamous people? Let's just start there in that conversation. You know, do they have attractions to other people than their partner? And what happens if they either suppress those or don't suppress them? Yeah, that's you know, a it's one as of... if you're not attracted to anybody just because you're in a relationship, right? Right. And while my book will guide you through the deeper stuff that gets in the way of intimacy, and we've alluded to a few of them, it also does begin right there. Like, where, what happens if we suppress those attractions? And is everyone attracted in the same way? And there's a lot of taboo about that. That's a whole other piece of the puzzle is t- sexual taboo in general is something we need to push back against. So on one hand, while I might be pro, uh, excuse me, very much against pornography, almost like, you know, television squared, it's it's a problem pulling your energy away from your, your partner. I am also very much in favor of people lightening up about sex and sexuality because the stress about all of that and the suppression of it isn't helping. So we might agree that men fantasize differently than women and men are more voyeuristic than women, but that's not always the case. You know, there's some percentage of women that are walking around looking at butt all day long. And um, so breaking the taboos about that and just beginning to acknowledge that it's there, and then what do I do with it? So it is worth noting that guys don't even talk about that. You know, if you have a, if I have a men's group, they're not all just chomping at the bit to talk about that. They they're, they're all have their own relationship to it. They all s- suppress it or deal with it in their own way. But if you do suppress it, in sim- not simple, in big global terms, it can come back more, what I say, volcanically. I love, there's a scene from the movie The Blind Side. I don't know if you saw the movie with Sandra Bullock, The Blind Side. Now, there are a lot of good things about that movie, but there's one scene in particular where they're standing by the staircase and all of the different coaches are coming in from the university. And, of course, she's the one in charge of, you know, viewing them. Okay, yes, I did see that. The kid and the husband are there. Yeah. And, you know, this one coach comes in, and I don't know where he was from, but he was a very handsome guy. 
right? And he and, was the real coach. And she's coach. like, talk to him. He's the customer here, not me. Well, no. The other thing she says after the guy leads, leaves, she turns, she says, now that's a handsome man or something like that. And her husband's there and the husband says to her, you know, just out of the blue, says, you know, uh, hey, honey, I'm here. And so, I mean, that is an example of openly attractive connotation, uh, acknowledgement. And they did it in such a light way that, you know, it does really talk to the fact that we're not all walking around not noticing each right, other. Right, right. But she I didn't my, do anything with that. Right. And I say in my book that, you know, I don't exactly recommend that you say, honey, my my crush that I'm having, that no. I've had on your best friend no. is subsiding. Right. You know, my masturbation fantasies have really helped. You know, I don't suggest you go that far with that, but you, that's a great one you're alluding to because some way of acknowledging that we are vital people that like to be liked. And, you know, I like to say most people are way more beautiful than they are ugly. And the other part of this is that, you know, you really have to look at in, in take it in stride. Now, I want to ask you about this because there's got to be some baseline for this. And what I mean by that is, you know, is there a place, Peter, that, you know, when you keep hearing comments from your husband or your wife or your partner or whatever about other people, you know, isn't there a point where you have to say something here? Yeah, like you definitely, you know, let's say you work retail. You definitely don't want to be coming home every day with God, another one. He hit on me so aggressively or or whatever, because then that's also a wedge. Something's being communicated right. there that that's, you know, keeping a disequilibrium. So, yeah, it's not about building and creating intimacy. It's some other thing that, you know, may be coming out of a lot of different needs. Right. But then getting into the deeper layers of it, I do enjoy trying to describe to my girlfriend, why um, this certain beautiful movie star doesn't interest me and this other maybe equally or less beautiful technically movie star does interest me more because then we get to have a more uh, sophisticated conversation about the energetics that appeal to me in life. And then we can use that to you know, acknowledge where those energetics are with us and, and and so on. Because if a couple discusses their attractions from that point of view, in essence, they can jump to a deeper layer of, hey, I'm attracted to free spirits right now, even though I'd never leave you, sweetie. With We're strapped with three mortgages and 14 kids and four jobs. But, you know, I'm attracted to free spirits for good reason, so, you know, I think we should have a date and go fly kites. Well, if you, you know? use it like that and you use it as a way to build a conversation for you then to have uh, something happen between the couple, I could see the benefit in it. Uh, but it's really hard, I think, to uh, really judge when conversations like that. For example, you said something earlier. I mean, you know, we talked about the divorce rate. And, you, and what you said is, you know what, there was something wrong with that before the financial crash, right? Mm-hmm. And so you really have to know the status of your relationship, right? I mean, Peter, yep. don't you have, have an idea of like, how are we doing here? Right? Yep. Before you pop up and say, you know what? 
I got a Christina Aguilera space saver on my computer. You know, I mean, that may be, <laughs> I, I, may, it may be I may be joking about it, but right. not really. Right, right. And let's go back to something basic here. The, the kinds of things I'm teaching in my book and in my practice are that relationships are rough enough in the first place mm-hmm. that when that honeymoon phase is over, we have to be pedaling as fast as we can to keep it connected. And sexuality is just one of the hotter mm-hmm. arenas, you know, sex and money, worldview, uh, and so on. So, in other words, we're going to get into some finger pointing and some numbness and some withdrawal and some feelings of criticism. How do we work through everything that would result in us tending to distance from each other and keep it thriving? You know, so. But isn't that where we need help? I mean, isn't that your body of work? Because mm-hmm. honestly, I have to think at the relationships that I've been in, where um, uh, you know, we're at the very place, that threshold, that tipping point, whatever you want to call right. it. You know, that place where you know that just something is not right going on here. And then, you know, you have to do something. But a lot of times we don't know what to do. And, you know, having you and the work that you do, being a third party, somebody that, you know, is sitting there objectively that can help put the pieces together. Isn't that really so critically important now more than it's ever been? Yes, absolutely. And I can even say something even bigger and more global with that. There's reason to believe that in track in research that we've only been using relationships for intimacy for 120 some odd years. I believe that. And, and I actually believe that I'm watching some of these older period shows with my kids who are adults and you know, God knows they weren't really practicing intimacy, at least according to some of the things that are being portrayed, you know, no, 500 years know. ago. It I was know. not about that. And then I want to weave with that the notion that there's another analysis. Like, I'm not familiar with this recent research about divorce, but the research about divorce over the last 30 years, it's increased. You can also debate that if you track marital separation instead of divorce. In other words, we have legal marriage, legal divorce. People are getting divorced, but uh, 50, 60, 70 years ago, dad just moved to Idaho to get right. a different job and he right. comes back every few months and he hangs out. That's probably marital separation. Right. So we need we do need more help than ever, but it's also helpful to realize that people have always had a hard time with with some of this deeper stuff and some of this deeper stuff is new it is, you know it how is. do you know i i guarantee i don't know benny well but i guarantee you what he's doing is different than what our parents did i know uh, you know my kids doubt, my, different my kids than were, what my parents did for sure i'll you know, be able to talk about my that ki- on a show my kids were born at home underwater i was teaching this stuff you know 8 years before my kids were born hey. that i still got a lot of challenge in that intimacy I love area. My dear, I love my dad de- dearly, and I love my stepmom dearly. But the truth is, she was his secretary. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho. This is Talk Radio to Thrive. Wow. Dad, I know you're up there, buddy, but I'll tell you.
I got you covered here. We'll be right, we'll be right back with the Dr. Fat Show. <laughs> I know that we are young, and I know that you may love me, but I just can't be with you like this anymore. Alejandro. Disease, one of the most dreaded words in our vocabulary. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know traditionally we have viewed disease as a degenerative process? Disease is better understood when we view it as disease in the human body. Disease means without ease. Health is not merely the absence of disease, it's when every part of the body works together effortlessly, relaxed and at ease. It's that relaxed state that lets energy flow in waves through and around the entire body. Every organ has an electrical charge. And when overcharged or undercharged, disease occurs. And it is an effort to go through our day. We are able to determine the exact disease of the body and design a specific solution to correct the nutritional imbalance. Contact us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com Transforming the world one listener at a time. Hey guys, it's me, Dougal Fraser. What are you doing in June? Um, you're spending the weekend with me and medium John Holland, psychic Colette Barham reed and animal intuitive Danielle McKinnon at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Join us for Soul Connections, an event dedicated to learning about spirit guidance and soul strategies. There will be talks, Q&A, tons of live readings. Come join us. To register, go to www.eomega.org or call 1-800-944-1001. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson, pain relief and healing cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. was on actually last weekend yeah yeah it's it a pretty it's crazy movie. movie like i never really good. sat through it but you never sat through that not movie? the whole entire thing uh-huh no. there yeah, we there's go some girl power in there, yeah, isn't see yeah. yeah yeah there is don't mess with them yeah a lot of, you know, i wonder that's... if my dad was alive today if he'd read your book that would be an interesting conversation to have with him although i, I will tell I'll you tell you about my mom reading it at some point she helped edit it when it was about two-thirds done did she yeah she was a school teacher mm. Good old progressive Democratic 
type person. She thought it was good. Excellent. I told her that if if she asked me any questions about the Chronicles in there, that I would claim they were (laughs) fictional. (laughs) Okay, but that's not going to happen because guess what? The monogamy challenge is out of the bag, everybody. Peter Kane joining me here today. I want to make sure that if you guys have questions for the show, for us, for Peter, you give us a call. You can do that. I believe we have, do we have one more book left, Mr. B? I will check on that. All right. We'll double check to see if we got a book. But anyway, if you have a question, and even if you don't want to come on the air and you want to give it to Valerie, go ahead and give us a shout at 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Also, you can go to Dr. Pat live.com right on the right hand side you're going to see a little place where you can ask your question uh please make sure you uh take full advantage of that we'll get your question on air to peter and make this happen now let's talk about intimacy peter thank you for joining us here today thank you how do you define intimacy you know because there's just a lot of meanings we've had over time i mean you were talking about the fact that some of those old school shows there was not a whole lot of intimacy around them however i will say that the idea was to show love, to show family in the in the model that family and love was back then. Right. But, you know, a more academic study of some of that talks about how the 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 purpose was unit of production and security and family run businesses and so on. Um, so. Let's dive into intimacy as we're trying to do That's it. That's good, because you know, I didn't want to talk about Donna Reed here we're, today. We're trying to... It, we could, but we it, don't want to. That would be, like, scary. I've long defined it and may have been the first to define it as intimacy. Mm. And it's about allowing yourself to be seen. And that, in other words, it's the receiver that the majority of the challenge is. Uh, it does involve speaking up for what you need and knowing what you need and some deep stuff in the entitlement arena, but it also has to do with feeling okay being seen, felt, known, touched. So in other words, all the self-esteem type issues, all the healing of shame type issues are are key. Um, It's also about contact. That's an interesting way to think about it is the intimacy process is about how to create contact with another. So we have the material world where maybe the purpose is safety and security. Well, in the intimacy world, it's about the amount of interaction where we are just being present with each other, getting to know and feel and touch one another. Well, this is let's talk about this, because definitely uh, the contact part of relationships and intimacy has changed drastically, drastically. Uh, And, you know, at least if you if you take a look at families and if we use our pop culture in the shows on television, you know, to to, you know, to any extent to represent who we are, uh, you know, touching in public is still an issue for people. And I don't care what age you're at. I mean, oh, I'm just God. talking about holding hands here, Peter. I mean, uh-huh. that that in this country, that is still like a taboo. It doesn't feel right. I'm not comfortable. And God forbid you kiss me around my mother. Well, and, and God forbid you tell me that you love me too soon. I'm going to add to your little tirade What is there. too soon? Well, I don't know, but I've actually okay. known some people that wanted 
to make love with me before they could tell me I love you. And I've, you know, I mean, I actually think I, I just want to add that to your list because that, that is, you know, I got, I'm thinking about this now. You think got me about, thinking. Think about it. This is like your progressive, let's, it, you know, like fantasy bonding is addressed in my book. And we, uh, you, you know, know I, I love this conversation. You know, and, and I'm going to go crazy I, in a minute. I, I, I want to talk to our progressive folks that have premarital sex and, you know, whatever that you're, and they've, anyway, so people are making love before they feel like it's appropriate to say, I love you. Is, and now, my is response that good that, or bad? I well, want to try to find out. Well, to me, it's bad because my response to that, I'm going to go all the way blunt with you here. It's sort of like, you want to get naked with me. And I mean, yeah, I want my mouth to participate. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to touch you. We're going to be naked. And I love you, you know. I mean, how could you do but that? How could I love how? you, Peter? I don't even know you. Well, then we shouldn't I mean, be making the... love if oh, you can't is... if you can't touch the notion that we are loving each other. See, I oh, mean, so you're I redefining love... loving. Well, yeah, and that, right. that dilutes my argument a little bit because I love Benny because he's cute, I love Benny funny. Too. He's cute, funny, and he liked my jokes the first time we met, and <laughs> I like his or whatever. But there's a continuum, you know, mm-hmm. from that to. Honey, I think I'm falling in love with you. All right. We got to talk about love for a minute and love and intimacy because I made the comment, honestly, you know, some of those old school shows were really to show that family, whatever it is. You know, some people say it was all about procreation, but whatever it is, you know, we have come fast forward to this decade. And, you know, it's almost as if we actually are willing to tell people we love them, people we don't even know. You know, we have our emails and our text. And now we, you know, we have the little text message and we're saying, love you. What are we doing with that? Because now what we've done is we fast forward to the place where it's easy to say I love you, but not really mean it. And I've had that conversation with that girlfriend or two that wanted to make love before the words I love you. And it's a valid piece of the puzzle. Um, I almost want to dodge that for our time frame today. Yeah, let's dodge it. Let's save it. But I do, on the other hand, since I didn't respond to the hand-holding and the PDA part of your question, and I launched into this I love you thing. Mm. I want to just say that, boy, I would like to think that people would be comfortable enough with their own love and vulnerability to pay their partner proper respect. And That's to, a great way to look at it. Yeah, and that's the way I want to reframe it. Because, that's great. Because that doesn't shame the guy or girl that's, you know, for whatever reason, PDA doesn't isn't comfortable with them. Fine, but ask yourself, what forms of display does your partner know that mm-hmm. that you think they rock, mm-hmm. that they are it, that they are just an amazing, courageous, hardworking, beautiful, funny person? And so for me, PDA is like sacred. Mm-hmm. It is like, hey, this is my girl. Right. And sh- and and sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. And so I don't believe that like like, okay, I raised two boys and my boys are a little bit opposite me. They're kind of like regular dudes, you know, and I tell them when I was when I'm living, if I spent 24 hours with them, 
doesn't matter their age, the words I love you are going to be said five to 20 times. Yeah, why not, though? Exactly. And that, so that's my other response to your text thing. It's, it's right to question all the superficial I love yous, maybe. But on the other hand, we do need to build more positive regard and build that. In a sense, it's a form of credit in the bank. Mm-hmm. So you're right by diluting it or just kind of... It could be diluted if we do it too many weird ways, but as a total package, regard, respect, credit, appreciation, acknowledgement, that's the, that's part of what intimacy is, is, is having your friend or partner feel valued. Mm -hmm. There is a part of this that we haven't talked about, but I think it's what you're saying. And, and that is, there is uh, this idea of getting to know you getting to know you each other, getting to know your partner. You know, and I don't mean, you know, just getting to know what do you do for a living? But I mean, mm-hmm. getting to know what you. What makes you tick? Now, th- we're going to do a show on this, you know, the, the Internet dating business and so forth right. down the road. But to acknowledge some of these sites, if people truly tell the truth, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. all the, you get to learn a lot about people in a really short period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to read about their essays. There's a getting to know you piece. I mean, I mean, this is really, as you talk about in the book, a really layered, complex situation. But can you be intimate? Can you be intimate with someone, Peter, when we come back from break and right. not feel the love? Yeah, I want to tell you a long time and ago. The, and the answer is yes. Just I, like well, sex. You I, can I, make love without intimacy. Well, okay, but we'll talk about that Let's after talk break. about it when we come back from break because I remember one of the most incredible things I learned in very long therapy with Dr. Juanita Lovett was one day she said to me, you know, Pat, sometimes it's just sex. You do not have to go get the U-Haul. Stay tuned. We'll be right <laughs> back with the Dr. Pat Show. Peter Kane is in the house. Uh, we'll be right back. I've never felt like this before. This feels like so real. You are a wondrous expression of God, Source, Spirit, Universe. How do you let this be fully realized in your everyday physical life? Oriella coaches and teaches people how to awaken their spiritual power. She also releases and replaces what is limiting and holding them back. Her no-nonsense logical approach allows you to fully and easily understand how you can live life more fully, more abundantly, more powerfully by awakening to your spiritual power. For information, visit Awaken to Your Spiritual Power. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson, pain relief and healing cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. As many as 96% of Americans are extremely deficient in iodine. Hi, this is Paul from Sea and Earth Nutrition. 
Thankfully, there's a simple step many of us are already taking to help boost the protective benefits of iodine within the thyroid and literally every cell within our body, Emerald Sea. Emerald Sea is a rich and rare natural source of iodine from the most nutrient-dense species of seaweed on the planet. If there's enough iodine in our bodies, radioactive fallout is no longer able to concentrate in the thyroid and it will simply pass through. This is just one of the many benefits of natural food-based iodine. It not only helps to to ensure proper operation of the thyroid and our entire endocrine system, it helps to protect this vital gland from the dangers of radioactive fallout. Knowing this, we can take prudent precautionary steps to protect ourselves and loved ones from any potential radioactive dangers, including those we already face every day. To purchase Emerald Sea, visit C, that's S-E-A, and Earth.com. Do you dream of being on The Amazing Race? Well, here's your chance. Grab a friend and prepare for an exhilarating race around the city when City Solve Urban Race comes to your city. Teams of two will solve clues and face fun challenges while racing around the city. The winning team gets $300 and a chance to be in the Las Vegas Championship race to compete for a grand prize of $5,000. Not only will you have a ton of fun, you'll also be helping a good cause. A portion of the proceeds will benefit a local charity. To start racing, go to City solveurbanrace.com Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, give me a whatever www.thedrpatshow.com Just check us out, sign up for a newsletter You're going to get a bunch of things in advance We're doing some really cool things uh, We've got some uh, amazing things planned May is a usually a really cool month I love the month of May And uh, you know, uh, Peter and I were just talking about the fact that I think the new moon is in Taurus Both of us have Taurus rising <laughs> Uh oh Oh, there we go uh, But we're talking about the monogamy challenge today Creating and keeping intimacy Peter Kane is my very special guest Before we get into talking about What you can do to create a more intimate relationship And all these other things We've kind of globally brushed upon We are going to cover them in detail As we move forward uh, Before we do that Let's give out some information About how people can find out more about you How they can schedule an appointment with you Because I'm sure you heard something today Which kind of made your little flag go up And say we might want to look at this Let's give out your phone number and your website, and uh, you've got a couple of uh, group group events coming up, too. Yes, I do, and I'm easy to find. Peter Kane, K-A-N-E dot org. That has a link on it to a lot of information about my book, a lot of articles published there. Also has links to two different blogs. I'm the monogamy doctor at makegirlfriends.com, a networking site for women. So both blog links are there, but my blog is also, my personal blog is also just blog.peterkane.org. Um, I'm available for counseling and coaching um, here in the Seattle area. I'm in Redmond. I also do phone work. Um, yeah, you met, should I mention the groups now, too? Yeah, They're on please. my blog and so on, but uh, let's see. I've got an individual support group that uh, meets twice a month. Uh, starting June 21st, and then a couples support group that meets twice a month starting June 22nd. That's good. That's sort of like Bob Newhart's show, a la, you know, let's get real. Good. Um, Just 10 people in each other. Sometimes if you work in groups, and this is what I've loved about it, you know, somebody always says what you really need to hear. 
And it does not always you. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's similar to the value of just having really this kind good. of conversation. You know, you say this and I launch into that. It, it, we build together. It's a learn. You know, life and all of these things are a learning community. Ideally, you know, then the individual work is really important. Of course, to go deep in a different way. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about intimacy because you know, folks listening to the show, one of the things we want to leave everybody with is, you know, what can you do? You know, uh, what are some of the things that folks listening to the show can do now to at least get a barometer of what's going on on the websites? But even more importantly, how to make some changes that are easy to do, right? And they could do now. Yeah, and I'm going to be me, though, and give you the bigger contextual answer first. The answer is to stop resisting the differences in your partner. Opposites attract, and then they polarize. So first, you're attracted to him because he, like I take it's you like through me this. And Benny. I take you through this stuff in my book. Mm. But a simple example is you're you have a chaotic past to some degree. You're attracted to stability at that point. Then you marry stability, and you're like, ugh, television won't touch me, celibacy. Ugh. Then you're attracted to free spirit, and so on. So. It's that big and global, but that difference Mm. also takes a lot of detail. So any good couple session I facilitate, the end of it, whatever the details we went through of how they were disagreeing with how they viewed something about sexuality, money, raising the kids, anything, where to put the potato chips. At the end of the session, you know, it's not this simple. They need to keep working through the depth of it. But I could just simply say, you do what he does and he does what you do so in other words pat be like him or her him or her All be right, like Betty, pat. let's do it yeah so let me be more like you and you can be more like me let's experiment and that way you'll learn that it there's two good ways to store potato chips or, come on you know, benny i just like potato chips can i just stick with that <laughs> you see that and i think it's all about the dip <laughs> wow. Okay, come up with a song for that one. Uh, so, actually, I do. I put my computer away, unfortunately. <laughs> so, but I love that idea. Let's make sure we understand that. So, okay, so, so that, Benny and I are kind of listening. just modeling this. We're just modeling it for people. You know, so basically what you're saying is for me to understand, I'm looking at Benny, and he's looking at me, and he's saying, you know what? There's some things I just do not like what Pat does. Right. And because I don't like them because this is the way they feel or look to me. But then what you're saying is, okay, find that differences, and now you do it. You and, be her, and that, or do something that reflects that. And that is a core energetic. Underneath Did I get that listening. right? Though? See, yeah, exactly. Wow. You got it right. Wow. And, and see, wow, I'm sweating. What about I want to add next is that see a, a basic thing of if I had said listen to each other, mm. and and you let's say you and I are married, and and you want. You know, the kids put to better bed earlier in a more structured way. Yeah. And I'm kind of into, dude, lighten up. You know, <laughs> like life is short. They're kids. We're just roughhousing. Like you know, so we have that power struggle that goes down a little bit every night. Mm. So, you know, I was originally attracted to you because you provided more structure right you were attracted to me because i helped you feel love because it was spontaneous and right. fun. i mean we went skydiving together so so by doing it you're by honoring your need for structure that is the ultimate in you feeling heard 
right then in in our life together feeling heard and validated and so you stop resisting you're taking notes on this i know you're not there yet so you start you know it has so many details that go on next you stop resisting me for playing with the kids and going to bed late because you also know i cared about your way you know we know people don't even have that conversation you know honestly i i mean maybe benny has because i can see him doing that but a lot of people don't have the conversation that says you know honey i know they're like four months old but you know you know what happens when they get five what do you think is a good time for a five-year-old to go to bed mm-hmm. oh i don't know you know i don't know maybe they could watch the news with me i mean you're going to get some information about that right mm-hmm. but the, but people people have opinions these are value issues peter that you're referring to here in some context they are but i bet you if if each couple if we have the couple in front of us we'll find that it goes to a core energetic that they were needing in their life at the time that couple met and that they were attracted to that is and, deep. and that and that since they've tended to resist it and go back to their way see at first they were attracted to wow your structure makes me feel safe and secure in the world i love you my vulnerable inner child felt safe with you and went deep with you but then when the honeymoon's over it's like god why don't you ever play it's just play. Come on. Do it my way. Let's get free, etc. And vice versa. Usually in the responsible one, they point the finger at the free spirit. So we hard. have to actually take this step as we march towards March. Listen to that word. As we <laughs> march towards intimacy. So yeah. we we have to start someplace because yeah, we are and, talking about a complex and let's notice, model. It's like back to it's a conversation we don't have. Not only is it a values piece, but it's just like learning from each other. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, yeah, it would be it'd be really helpful. Then, like, if you're in my office, that couple's going to learn where structure comes from and and why responsibility and bedtime is so important and how that helps the other person feel safe and secure and needed and or not needed but get their needs met in the world. This is great. Peter, you and I are going to do a whole bunch of these. Are you excited? Absolutely. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us all with today? Peter Kane, everybody. Well, I boy, that's in this moment, it would be just one thing at a time. Do one awareness, one process, one thing at a time. I mean, maybe I don't have time for the rest of that question. I gave you that big, important answer, but schedule dates. Schedule yes. foreplay. If I can, I used to say schedule sex. It dawned on me 10, 20 years ago that if you just schedule foreplay, as long as your relationship is mostly decent, the, the sex will usually happen. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, <laughs> for people to listening to this show, well, for people listening to this show, it's tough enough to schedule a date. Yeah. So if you all can, can do this, and I don't know where you are with that, Benny. I can't even imagine how that even fits into your schedule. But if, you, if those of us that are listening to this can think about scheduling a date. This is this is one action. Scheduling a date. You know, your partner comes home tonight or you meet them for something. Say, hey, honey, how about we schedule a date? And be prepared to ask him or her what that to, to just lay it out and say, this is what I'd like it to be. Right. Yes. And that help the partner out. Absolutely. And step toward your partner instead of toward texting things that. Pull oh my God! Don't away. text, please. Don't I, text I'm the date thing. I'm weaving back into Pat's pet yeah. peeve. Don't don't text the date thing right now, okay? Right? Just. So I'm at PeterKane.org. I didn't give you my phone number earlier. It's four two five eight zero two two zero five zero. 
Thanks, Dr. Pat. Thanks, Well, Vinnie. great show. And Peter's going to be back. We've got a whole ton of things we're going to be talking about. Thank you so much for the books. Benny, thank you so much. And we'll have to really figure out this you be me, I be you thing. That could be totally fun. Uh, we'll see you next time, everybody, on the Dr. Pat Show. Tides that I tried to swim on.